Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Welcome to Life Point. I'm Pastor Tom Doherty, and I'm glad you've tuned in today. Today, my special guest is going to be Pastor Brian Seidel of the Journey Church, former radio host himself, and it's going to be a great week. May God bless you as you listen to Pastor Brian. Well, hello, everybody. This is Pastor Brian Seidel. I am from Faith Journey Church, and I used to work with Tom uh, several years ago. I was on staff at Cloverdale for many, many years, and then just God moved, moved me to take over this church. And so just a privilege to be to be back here on Tom's show again. And uh, if you've been listening for years, you've probably heard me before, but it has been a while since I've been on there. But again, I'm at Faith Journey Church. We are out in the Caldwell area, right off of exit 25 from the freeway. That's the Middleton exit. And again, we just recently changed the name of our church to Faith Journey. So you can find us at faithjourneyidaho.com. And today I'm going to be sharing just some of the content from from the message series we're currently in at our church on the fruits of the spirit. And so again, it's going to be a portion of it, obviously, but if, if you want to hear the entire message, you are welcome to go on to our website or any podcast platform. We podcast all of our uh, messages as well. And just faith journey podcast to title that you search that on any podcast platform, you can find us, but uh, it's great to be with you today. And so, like I said, we are in the middle of a series about the fruits of the spirit out of Galatians chapter five. So I just want to start this morning by reading uh, just the base passage where we find the fruits of the spirit. And it is in Galatians chapter five. And I'm going to read verses 16 through 26, where it says, so I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. And then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. The sinful nature wants to do evil, which is just the opposite of what the spirit wants. And the spirit gives us desires that are the opposite of what the sinful nature desires. These two forces are constantly fighting each other, so you are not free to carry out your good intentions. But when you are directed by the spirit, you are not under the obligation of the law of Moses. When you follow the desires of your sinful nature, the results are very clear. Sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasures, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambition, dissension, division, envy, drunkenness, wild parties, and other sins like these. Boy, we kind of have to take a deep breath after that list, don't we? And then it continues. It says, let me tell you again, as I have before, that anyone living that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have nailed the passions and desires of their sinful nature to his cross and crucified them there. And since we are living by the Spirit, let us follow the Spirit's leading in every part of our lives. Let us not become conceited or provoke one another or be jealous of one another. Now, as we read this passage, like I said, there are there's some pretty familiar things, you know, in this these verses. And, you know, especially the fruits of the spirit, they are, you know, fairly, I guess, familiar for, for most people. And because they are talked about, I think, even outside of scripture. I mean, just these are kind of these are all character traits that we all kind of long for. I mean, they're, they are um, ones that we hope to see in people, even if they're not believers. And, and yet we, we see from this passage, right, that it's really comparing a life led by the spirit of God. And in fact, the, the list of these, of these fruits of the spirit are actually character traits of God himself. 
and that shows right that in order to be that place to have those be becoming a part of who we are means that we're following the example that god gives us and yet it's as this passage describes we are at this constant i guess um, battle even within our own hearts and minds right about about these things that God wants in us, that are characteristics of God as we are in our journey and, and of faith and continue to be transformed in God's spirit, that these things are supposedly becoming more and more prominent in our lives. But what's fighting against that is the opposite, right? Is the sinful nature. And just as we read, there's this, again, very familiar list as well, right? Of just the worldly way, right? And just everything that's happening apart from God. And as we see, though, the premise of this entire passage, as we start in verse 16, is to let the Holy Spirit guide your life. And I think as we, you know, think about that idea, I mean, literally the, the premise of that, though, is the fact that the Holy Spirit is a part of your life, right? Then, And there's only one way to receive the Holy Spirit living within your heart, and that is to receive Christ as your Savior. And again, at our, at our church, when we talk about a journey of faith, right, that the way you join the journey of faith is by receiving Christ, by submitting yourself to him, by doing exactly what this kind of concludes in this passage, right? Of nailing your sin to his cross, right? And, and by doing that, you are allowing Christ to pay the price for those sins, right? So that they can be forgiven, so that they can be washed clean. And then you start this new journey, right? Of being transformed by God's spirit to this place where you can truly live by that spirit, and so, I don't, again, I don't know where you're at today. I don't know where your journey is. I don't know. Maybe you're listening on the radio today, just looking for hope. Maybe you're just um, seeking something that's real. And I will tell you, that is what you need. You need to surrender your heart and your life to Jesus and start that transformation process of becoming more and more like God every day. And just the scripture tells us all you have to do is just to pause and to ask God to come into your life, to ask God to forgive you. And at that moment, you will receive not just your forgiveness, not just your salvation, but you will receive God's spirit. And again, the Holy Spirit of God lives in the heart of every believer. Right? And by surrendering your heart to him and inviting him into your life and becoming a believer, a follower of Jesus, then you receive the Holy Spirit. And then we start doing what this passage describes, right? which is exactly what our, just the theme verse for this series has been Galatians 5.25, which is, since we are living by the Spirit, let us follow the Spirit's leading in every part of our lives. Every part. Again, the premise of this verse, right, is that we are living by the Spirit. So that, again, implies that the assumption here is that you have received Christ as your Savior. And then once you're at that point, then we start this transformation process of following the Spirit's leading. Again, and the reality is, right, we don't, we don't go from zero, right, to, to the goal, right, in, in instantly. I mean, this, this is a process. This is a journey, right? This is um, something that, we, that God works with us on, walks with us on as we walk through this. And so we start this process, right, of following the Spirit's leading. And the goal is every part of our life. But the reality is there's probably, you're going to start with one part, Right? You're going to start with just one thing. And again, it might be just just one, one attitude, right? Or even just one little piece of you that you give God. Maybe that's just a Sunday morning as you find a church. Maybe for the very first time, right? You just go because the reality is the growth plan 
for you that God's designed is the local church. And so if you can, if you know Christ is your savior, then you need to be connected to the church, not, not to check off a box, not to just to, um, you know, to, to do, to earn your salvation. No, that's not what church is about at all. What church is about is you gathering with like-minded people who, who also are on this journey of transformation and coming together to worship together to pray together, to learn more about who God is, about who you are and how we apply and live our faith every day. And again, I don't know what area or part of your life that God's working on, but I, I, I do know that God loves you. And I do know that God wants you to change. He wants to transform you, right? To be more like him tomorrow than you are today. And as we see, right, that is the goal because the more you become like God, right, the more that, that you grow closer to him, the more he becomes more and more and you become less and less as, as John described, John the Baptist describes for us, right? And the more that that happens, the more that these attributes start to come out and it changes you from the inside out. Right? In fact, when we look at these two lists, right, the, the list of the sinful desires, right, and as well as the list of the Holy Spirit, there, there is one very significant difference between the lists. The first, the first one, the, the sinful nature list is, is mostly all actions, right? It's stuff that you do. It, but the, the fruits of the spirit list are all character traits. Okay, they are things that are, are who you are. It's not what you do. And that's what God cares about the most. He cares about your heart. And as your heart changes, then it obviously affects your actions. It will work its way out, right? And and that happens. That's exactly what God, so it does affect your actions. But the reality is these are all heart conditions, right? These are character traits. And that's exactly what God is going to bring out in you. Now, as we look at this, again, we we have at our church, we've gone through these in order, right? In the order that they're given in the passage. But as we look at this today, and as we start this journey for this week, I, I actually want to start kind of towards the end of the list, but I, I think it's, it is one of the most foundational traits that is listed here. And that is the fruit of faithfulness. So obviously we're not going to unpack this all today. So I hope that you'll come back with me tomorrow as we jump into this and, and, and unpack the fruit of faithfulness a little more, uh, tomorrow on tomorrow's show. So, but, but as we start this again, I've been looking at each of these things and, and looking back at the Greek word that is used to describe this character trait. Now, as I look at this one, again, the, the one that's translated as faithfulness in my Bible, and I'm reading out of the new living translation and depending on which translation you have, some of these are translated a little differently because again, the Bible's written in Greek originally. It was not written in English. And so we can go back to the, those original Greek words and we can start to see the definitions. We can start to see um, some connotations maybe in those words that aren't, uh, that don't come through in English. And, and, you know, this one's very interesting because the fruit of faithfulness, actually the word that's used here, the Greek word is actually the Greek word for faith. And now again, it, it translated as faithfulness, but the reality is there is actually no Greek word for faithfulness. It, it is, there is a Greek word for faithful, and we see that in the New Testament, but this word faith that's used here is the same word that is used hundreds of times in the New Testament. And so as we're winding down today, I'll tell you, that's where we're going to jump in tomorrow. We're going to jump into this Greek definition of faith and look at why that is so foundational, right, for our life and our walk with Jesus. 
So thanks for hanging with me today. I'll be back with you tomorrow and the rest of this week as we dive into these fruits of the Spirit. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.